Welcome to episode 108 of the FPL Hangover Podcast, where we raise the bar and lower the tone, all things FPL related. We would like to thank you for joining us here on the 29th of March. The international break is nearly done and uh, yeah, we're almost right back into the uh, the end of this FPL season. There's a bit of stretch in the evenings, the clocks went forward there this weekend. So uh, yeah, let's get the show rolling. And before I can do that, please allow me to introduce this week's podcast partner in crime. Paddy, how are you getting on my friend? Not too bad. Uh, it's good to be back talking about FPL again. I enjoyed the break, but I think I'm over all the circle jerk wankers and all the fucking silly poles. And I'm happy to be chatting with you again, Jer. So, Petty, you did you did the circle. You're not allowed to say that. Yeah, I've, I've just called myself a, yeah. a circle jerk wanker. <laughs> Fantastic. But uh, yeah, no. What did you get up to for the uh, for the for the break? Did you do anything special? Um, not nothing too special. Just to, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't even watch too much international football. Like how could you when you're an Ireland fan? Like it's, it was it's been fucking depressing. But I've been doing me swimming every day, and that's been keeping keeping my head right and uh, keeping me nice and positive as always. Actually, before we go into the show, why don't you talk a little bit about that swimming thing? Because it seems like I haven't been given enough credit the last few weeks. What have you been up to? Right. Well, basically. We go in for a swim in the Atlantic Ocean every single day. Tomorrow will be day 31 for me. And we go in, we don't have any wetsuits or anything like that. Like, we're going in just in the shorts. Yeah, and the bollock, and bollock naked. And we're, we're frolicking around, you know, having a little splish and a splash. But <laughs> it's... Uh, and a lot of people ask me why I'm doing it and stuff. Is it for charity or is it anything? I'm just doing it for my own. You know, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy going down with lads and having a laugh the two of them are fantastic characters they're two dublin men living in donegal and we we you know every day you just don't know what's going to happen with them and uh, a lot of people that are watching are, are getting a lot of good vibes out of it and getting a lot of nice messages and you know it's just a positive thing and that's that's basically why, why i'm doing it I'm, I'm just doing it because i enjoy it are you raising money for it not a not a cent I'm raising money for it. People are throwing us coffees. Yeah. You know, I have a link up for the the coffee, and it's completely voluntarily, voluntarily. And uh, you know, they throw a coffee if they want. And uh, what we did raise with the coffees is I, I bought a life boy. You know, a ring. Hmm. So we have that down there just in case anyone got in bother. So it was a safety thing. And then other little things like I've uh, just got fired a fair a couple of pairs of novelty shorts for the lads coming they don't know about <laughs> that'll keep it interesting when those pink speedos arrive but uh but no it's, it's just all good fun oh no i'm i've seen a load of the pictures and i'm fucking jealous i'm like to be that close to the water to be able to jump in like that it's uh it must be pretty uh liberating but something that's not liberating, Patrick, is Fantasy Premier League. It's quite the opposite. But we did have the week off, and I'm the same as you. I didn't, I outside of the the internationals and watching Ireland's World Cup hopes crash and burn before they've even properly got fucking started, uh, I took a big old break, big old chunk off of FPL. I was like, you know, that's the point. Especially this, this time of the season, it's all heads down now till the end. You know, it's what, I don't think there's any more breaks. It's pretty much nine straight weeks. And, uh, you know, enjoy that. I wanted to enjoy that time off while it was there. But we're back here. We're back to 
to wreck some heads and to basically help help everyone win the game. Yeah, exactly, and help me figure out what I'm what I'm going to do this week. Well, before we get to that, Patrick, tell me how did you get on in game week twenty nine? I got I got on okay, sixty points, and the hero of my team was Lingard. Okay. Although I didn't cap I didn't captain him, but twelve beautiful points there. Uh, Bamford got me eleven. Um, Rafina eight. Veltman, the absolute hero, uh, got me ten, and uh, I had Harry Kane captain fourteen points, like a lot of people. They would have had him captain. But I also had a lot of no-showers like Cancelo and Beale. Mm. So. Well, I mean, Cancelo was never going to play. It was blank game week, Patty. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. How many fucking Guinness have I had? Um, I meant to actually say Son there, I think, when I was looking at my team. Son yeah. was injured. So that was a, a blow before the uh, before it happened. You know, we're, we're so long out of FPL, actually. I was just looking at my team. And I just was looking at the 11 players. And I didn't realize that I had I had actually I was supposed to have ten playing. So I just seen Cancelo and I was like, "All right, maybe did he get a blank or did he not play?" But he wasn't involved, obviously. So I'm thanks sorry. for that, Jer. I kind of threw you under the bus under the bus there. I don't know. I deserved it. I fucking deserved <laughs> it. I, I would have done the same. Yeah, yeah, and you but and I would see how much prep I have done here. Like, well, I mean, like you you took this uh, relaxing international break very very seriously, which is what I yeah, I, I respect about you. But uh, we're coming into game week 30 now, as I said. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. 60 is a pretty solid score. If you look at the average points, 25. Now, that's obviously a massive load of dead teams for 29 as well. So it the the, the scores that matter would be a, a good chunk higher than 25. But 60 is still a solid score. And you didn't take a hit. So that's a straight up 60. I had, yeah. um, I had a similarly decent week, 59 points, but I did take a hit. So that was 55 in total. And um, yeah, Sun obviously didn't come come on, but you know Bamford, Kane, Antonio, Rafinha, that Veltman as well. We both got in on the Veltman train. They all kind of came good, and uh, I took a poxy little chance on Pascal Gross, who also happened to pick up an assist there and came out with a nice six point return, which justified my hit to an extent, and you know made me a very happy chappy. He was he was no Trossard, but. Um, I guess we'll get to that later on. We have a we have a question or at least a reference to that in this week's drunk tank. And yeah, we've got a pretty decent show. We've got plenty of questions in. We got some talking points. We're gonna be looking at the mini league. Um, yeah, if you're checking us out on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening to us on anything, we're on Apple and Google and Spotify. Yeah, just like and subscribe. Any of that bullshit it usually helps us out. But uh, yeah, getting to to business. What do you know about the internationals, Paddy? What have you come out of it with? Come on, give me one thing. Well, I've come out of it as much as Ireland have come out of it. <laughs> we're we're absolutely terrible, and I didn't I didn't even bother watching much of the internationals. If I'm completely honest, when when the break comes, I just switch off, just enjoy it. But if you can enlighten us, Jer, on anything over the international breaks, please do. I can do my best. There's a few little bits and bobs. Now I'm not the, as I said, I took I took the week off the week off properly. I didn't want to be going too mad into it, but I kept an eye on some players. I'm a pe- I'm a petty bastard, so I decided to get out Gundogan last week for gross. That was the decision I made for the hit, and my thinking was that I expected Gundogan to 
to get some heavy minutes in the internationals. And he did. He I think he played two 90-minute matches for Germany. He picked up a goal in the first one. But what that's done now, it's it's gotten me... If I was a Gundogan owner, and I no longer am, but I know you are, Petty, it's gotten me pretty yes, concerned, yeah, for his minutes. Um, I mean, they have Leicester this weekend. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Borussia Dortmund is following that. And uh, you got to think to yourself, with City so so far up in the table, and you know, I think the league is pretty much sewn up at this stage... They're focusing on the Champions League. They're going to be focusing on the other cups, and I think Gundogan is a pretty prominent uh, member of Pep's first eleven this season, and he'll be, you know, expected to play that Champions League match. So I'm a little bit. I'd be worried if I was a Gundogan owner this week, especially with the minutes. I mean, if you compare the likes of Harry Kane, who did not play the first England game, he played ninety minutes in the second. He got his goal, but you know, only the one match in the last week. That's pretty decent. Fernandez didn't play isn't playing the second Portugal game at least that's what I read I haven't double checked that but have, isn't going to play the second Portuguese game but did play the first one again only one game uh, I'd be pretty happy with a Fernandez uh, you know with Fernandez's chance of playing especially considering how you know how pr- pretty how there's no one that can really replace him in that squad you know you saw how United got on against Leicester in the FA Cup without Fernandez and it's we've seen that time and time again so you know, unless he's the leg is hanging off him, I can't imagine Fernandez being rested for too long. But um, Gundogan, on the other hand, he is someone I'm a little, I would be a little bit worried about. He's one of the things I took out of the international break. I know, as I said, not much, but that Jota picked up two goals for Portugal, so he's continuing. He's fine run of form since you know returning for from injury. He's you know obviously scored for Liverpool since then and whatnot, and uh, yeah. Grealish looks to be back in training at the moment. So, you know, there's there's a few few things shifting at the moment in uh in the the fantasy Premier League. But other than that, nothing massive as I said, took a bit of a took a bit of time off. Uh you're looking very intense, Paddy. Are you perchance frozen? You are frozen. Let's see what happens. Oh, are you back? I'm back. We had a wee uh, interruption there. I don't know what happened. Oh, that scared the shit out of me. I I remained calm, and uh, I didn't hang up for anything, and here we are. We're back. But uh, I don't I, I don't know exactly where you went off, or did you finish that uh, <laughs> that Gundo one there? I was, it was very interesting. I was but, basically... Uh, were... Yeah, sorry. What did you catch there, Paddy? I think I, I was talking them. about I Jota. Caught, I absolutely caught right up until Jota like you were, you were making some great points there about uh, Fernandes and stuff and uh, you just kind of went off at Jota but I don't know if it went off on your side maybe the people will still hear what you were what you were talking about or hopefully because I kept vamping there I kind of knew I was looking at your face and I was like ah yeah. oh, fuck he's gone but, uh... <laughs> especially sure you're up in the wilds of Donegal do you know what I mean yeah. god knows what the internet's doing up there pedal faster woman <laughs> but um <laughs> I'll tell you, you know what? You've piqued my interest there about Gundogan. You know, you were saying he was a very prominent role. Like, he's a, he's part of Pep's first 11. He's also part of a lot of FPL managers' first 11 these days. And um, I was thinking about having a wee punty transfer this week before I pulled the wild card. But now I think you, with your, uh, your fountain of knowledge and your wisdom, <laughs> I think I've got an easy transfer this week. 
I think, Why, it, you... I think I might just go Gundogan to Bruno. Okay, have you the money in the bank for that? Um, I think I do, yeah. I have um, 8.2 million in the bank. When I remove Gundogan, I have 14. Yeah, I have that. I have, I have the goods. If it was me, Petty, I don't think I would be... I wouldn't be uh, second-guessing it. I'd have Bruno back in the team. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's going to be coming back anyway in the wild card. Like, so, uh, you know, I don't mind having him back. Who's United playing this week? Brighton. Have... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, he's a serious captaincy contender yeah. this week, if you ask me. Um, at the moment, I'm sitting on... Uh, I don't know who my captain is at the moment. I think it's it it's currently on Rafinha, um, but I vice captain Fernandez, and as time goes on, I'm pretty sure that'll get you know I'm probably more likely to captain either Kane or Fernandez before I'd captain Rafinha. I don't know why I've gone off it. I suppose I was going to save this to be chat with the captains later on, but uh, I know I was talking to you off air, and we were both talking about Leeds and and that that fixture against Sheffield United looks lovely. But the one thing that's putting me off is the fact that it's home. And we've seen what their pitch is like. It's, you know, it's not going to be any better. And it's gotten me pretty freaked out that it will break up Rafinha's, or Leeds' kind of attacking style. It will continue to to disrupt it, as we've seen over the last few weeks. They're attacking, they're free-flowing attacking style. And uh, maybe it'll play a little bit into a, a kind of a dirty hard-fighting Sheffield United squad. I, I know their heads are down, and I think they are probably going to be on the end of a couple of hammerings before the season's, season's over, especially with Wilder's gone. Like, um, What have they played? Maybe one match since Wilder's gone, if that. I'm not entirely sure. It's The international breaks fucked me up a bit. But we know, and they know, they're gone. And, you know, Leeds look... It looks like the, you know, the perfect fixture f- for goals. That's what I thought initially. And then maybe I've just over kind of overthunk it a little bit. And uh, I'm starting to freak out a bit, Patty. Like, should I be freaking out about Leeds and their pitch? Do you think I'm being like maybe a little bit paranoid? Well, no, you've probably every right to freak out about Leeds, especially after uh, game week 30, because <laughs> they've got Man City, Liverpool and Manchester United in their next three games after that. So, so maybe maybe their pitch should be the least of your worries at the moment. Sheffield United, I think, is a great fixture for Leeds. At the at the moment, I was just looking at my bus team. I have Kane captain against Newcastle, and I have Rafina Vice against Sheffield United. Things will probably change now because I'll uh, I'll probably be 100% bringing in Bruno for for Gundogan. Yeah. Um. But you made a lot of great points there about the pitch and and all that shit, but. I, if you don't have, you know, I think Rafina's still a good captaincy shout. He's been playing great. He's on fire. But my my worry is always, um, you know, when we get these international breaks, does that affect? Do you think that affects the form? You know, does it set them back a wee bit? Do you think he's going to continue what what what's been going on now into the next match at all? With with regards to Fernandez, is it? No, with regards to Rafina. Oh, if you were to captain him. I don't think so. No, I think like the likes of Leeds would only benefit from an international break because they play at yeah. such a high intensity and you know they're a little bit wrecked. I mean, you needn't look much further than, than Paddy B, um, who's come out this week and he's talked about his calf injury and he says it's nothing too serious. He's still got a bit of a yellow flag there um, on the site, but he says it's nothing serious. He should be fine. It's just overuse. Um, and I think... 
that's basically, you know, testament to how much effort the Leeds boys are putting in for Bielsa um, and for their fans. And yeah, I, I, um, I wouldn't blame the international. I, I wouldn't worry about the, the international break with regards to them. I think that will only do them. Uh, positives, you know, that little bit of a break, I think, is the world of good. But as I said, I am, um, I think, I'm fucking freaking out about the goddamn pitch. Is the pitch really bad? Oh, fucked. They got the second-hand Spurs pitch. Apparently, that's what they got a end oh, of. Fuck. You know, they got the second pitch that they play all their NFL games on, and yeah, it looks. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm I'm tr- throwing out stale news, and come the weekend they'll have you know the pitch will look perfect, and everyone will look back and go, what the fuck is he talking about? But my gut is screaming that this could be a, a lot more low scoring than it would have looked on paper maybe six, eight weeks ago. Yeah, well, that's that's very interesting and something that uh, we will definitely be taking a look at whenever that happens. You know, you could be like, this could be a genius. What p- the people could be listening to right now is absolute genius. The millions. Sure, uh, yeah, you know, the millions and millions. <laughs> See, this is where I had those the... sound bites, Patty. This is where I want that yeah, sound bites. We needed the rock yeah, there. Yeah, just like, to click in yeah. and millions uh, yeah, right over you get... us. Next season, when the budget goes up, we'll, uh, you'll have them sound bars, I'm sure. Uh, when Seamus comes back, whenever the fuck that will be, it'll go through the roof again. Oh, the budget. Uh, he brings all the, the money. The budget, yeah. Definitely. But, yeah, that's, that's interesting. So, basically, Rafina's a good captaincy shout or not. What are you saying? I think he is definitely a good captaincy shout. I think I'd probably put him in the bit of a puck fada. Long shot for, for those non- uh, Irish speakers, bit of a bit of a puck fight, a bit of a long shot. I think when you look at Kane away to Newcastle, Bruno at home to Brighton, um, both those fixtures, to me, are probably an easier choice. Uh, like I would be a bit more comfortable putting the armband on a Bruno or a Kane when you consider penalties and what yeah. we know they're capable of. But I think like if you are. You know, if you're if you're feeling a bit spicy, and I know there's been a lot of talk this week about you know p- putting your money where your mouth is, and you know taking taking slightly puntier chances, uh, and if you are feeling a bit you know in that direction, then maybe Rafinha would be. As I said, like my armband's on him right now; it's on the screen. I'm looking at that, so it it's at one stage in the last two weeks that made sense to me, and um, now I think maybe I'm. Maybe I'm just trying to talk myself out of it, you know? There's a, like, same to Gundogan. Maybe I'm just trying to justify why I don't have him in my team. Because I know that, like, come next week when Man City are playing Leeds, I'll be pretty sure that Gundogan would be, like, a nearly a top captaincy option, you know? Yeah. And I don't have him. Yeah, one. totally. For people without a wild card. Yeah, which is neither of us, because we both have it in our back pocket, and I think... I'm right in saying you're looking at hitting it in game week 31. Yeah. Why? Why? When are you thinking about Same. yours? Same. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, well, are we going to do anything special together? Hold hands oh, and, and do it together? Or? I, I think we might have to. We might have to do one of those patented live streams, Paddy. What do you think? Yeah, that's that's that. I think we could do that. Yeah. No, I think we're being coy about it, but yes, we've talked about it off air, and uh, we are looking at doing. A live stream next Monday in place of our regular podcast. I'll edit the fucking thing and, and get a, get one out for you as well um, for the audio listeners. But 
just for the week that's in it because there is a, a Friday kickoff that week as well and um, you know because it's a wild card I like to do something a bit special um, the two of us maybe hitting that wild card button simultaneously Together. like wow. some kind of new genre of pornography that no one has heard of I, I'm, I, I, I don't want to say it but I gotta say me you... so, yeah, <laughs> I just, but I will say I, it I, I love it. <laughs> I, I, we we will do our wildcard together. All right. So you heard it here, folks. If you're around next Monday, Monday the something of the something, it's the 5th of April, uh, Wolves West Ham are quarter best eight. We'll all have a few players in that, no doubt. I mean, who's good? we've all got fucking one West Ham player at this stage. So uh, we'll be we'll be doing a bit of a wildcard stream and uh, crack open a few cans and enjoy it. So hopefully you get along there next week and join us pop in say hello all the usual shit uh speaking of cans patty what are what are you satisfying yourself with this week i'm sat- i'm satisfying myself with the guinness uh because of course we're still kind of not really that far past patty's day and i've still got patty's day reserves nice. in the fridge so i'm on the guinness and what are you on yourself Oh stop! I I am I'm the birthday boy this week. Um, thank you, thank you. I can hear the 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 applause. Um, I'm a, happy fortieth. You're welcome. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I'm I'm the for. Oh, never mind. I'm not going there. I'm drinking this shit. I'm drinking. Um, the girlfriend treated me to a giant box of craft beer, considering how much I've been you know yammering on about it over the last couple of months. So she just went mental. She started looking at things based on volume because she knows I like to get my buzz on and uh, yeah I've just finished something called Split by Wander Beyond Brewing uh, Manchester crowd so apologies about the tens but you know we're all friends now we're all friends now Patty and uh, this is called Split Banana Split Imperial Black Ice Cream IPA I like the eight. Wow, like the looks beautiful. And what what percentage is that? It's eleven percent. So, jeez, that's rocket fuel. It will knock you on your hole. So there. tell me. So let me get this straight. Your girlfriend got you a creative craft beer, like she, a good selection. Yeah, she did. She really and did. when did that arrive? That arrived today. It arrived Friday um, afternoon. I was sitting there finishing up a day's work, heading into the weekend, not expecting anything. She said, "Look out for a delivery drive there. I might get something today." And she was fucking off to work. So yeah. I did. Uh, heard a bang at the front door, and I was thinking to myself, "What the? That better not be fucking something fragile." Now, you know, went out. Yeah. Prick had left the two boxes down. But sure, I couldn't stay angry once I saw they were craft beer. I was like, as long as they're yeah. not leaking, we'll, we won't fall out over it. You wow. Know? And that, that was three days ago. Yeah, I've been very good. And she's still your girlfriend. She's like, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't like proposed or anything and made an honest woman out of her after what she done. Like she went and got you some craft beers, like two boxes. I can't fucking make. Like what the fuck? I that woman. I've been pissed bed. since Friday, Patty. I'm not going to oh, okay. get engaged when I'm hammer you, drunk. You've totally redeemed yourself. You've totally redeemed. You weren't, you haven't been thinking straight. So yeah, you've got a week to do it. It wouldn't be fair to her if I'm like. Love, love, love. <laughs> and that's totally the engagement would. ring. There you go. That's, oh, that's a nice way. Yeah, it would very good, very good. be pretty, you know, apt. Uh, <laughs> the hangover podcast, you know, that's what it's all about. I know, we should call it the Toxic Alcoholism. The FPL Toxic Alcoholism podcast, you know. No, but, you know, shout out to your missus. Yeah, no. Fair. Big shout out to Maggie. She's she's smashed it. So that's brought me on to what I'm just about to fill my glass up with, which is... Beer Hut Brewing Company, glazed and confused 
donut imperial stout. So wow! It's there. Oh, look at that! It looks like a fucking like a real Homer Simpson it beer. Does. Like it's got the donut and it's pink and all on it. It's really nice looking. Yeah. What percentage is that? This is up your north, your side of the country. This is a Kilkeel. Wow. Um, so Who the fuck's that? I don't know. It's I know it's up in Northern Ireland somewhere. Kilkeel. 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 K I L K E L. I think it could be near enough, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a donut imperial stout, six percent. I'm about to try it out. Should be, it should put me on the the rocky road to Dublin anyway, Paddy, as I say. You're fucking right, and happy birthday to you. Even though, like, I'll say it tomorrow anyway. We'll just say it on air so it counts more. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, thanks, right. guys. Thanks, thanks very much. Um, second birthday in in lockdown, so that's a bit of a. It's fucking box. crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't had to. I haven't got to celebrate any of the last two. It's gonna be like shite, but whatever. She stacked me up a drink. I even bought a bottle of vodka for the weekend so that I wouldn't Brilliant. tear into the IPA, do you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, look, we're getting sidetracked. We've just been talking about booze for the last it's few totally minutes. Totally but it's okay. It's okay. It's all, it's, it's all been uh, important important chat, you know, with your birthday and your missus. So you, you waffle on there now. I'm just going to get a can out of the fridge. Is that okay? Do, 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 do. Um, yeah, no, it is. It's kind of a, a chilled live stream anyway. Uh, everyone knows back after the international break, you know, no one... Who the fuck knows what they're talking about right now? Like, I could sit here and I could throw out a bunch of stats oh, at you. I could look at all these things that I've seen uh, floating around the place. But realistically, I want to just ease back into FPL. Because I know in two it's, weeks' time... Said, it's the people's pod, anyway. It's the people's pod. You know, we, we talk about... We're, we fucking play the game. And we, we talk about the way we play it. And I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. There's no... But, you know, I mean, it is... It is the people's pod. <laughs> I like it. We'll uh, we can market it as the people's pod. The many, many millions of people. But uh, and then soundbite again, right in there. There we go. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I was saying there, Paddy, when the sound went a while ago. Grealish back in training for Villa. Oh yeah. So that's gonna hopefully pump up um, the prospects of any Villa players. Uh, they have a lovely fixture this week. Home match against Fulham. Now I know. Fulham will be fighting for their lives, but we know that Fulham can be got at. They, um, you know, at the end of the day, no matter how well they've been playing, they're still fighting to, you know, survive relegation. Like, so it's not like yeah, they're they're always the dangerous little bastards. Those teams yeah. this type of the season, like you can't be looking at them like, oh, it's only Fulham or it's only fucking Sheffield. Those cons are, are fighting for their lives, that... and I just see both. I'm very sorry. No, no, no. You're you're 100 percent right. And uh... well, we lower the tone here anyway, so it's totally acceptable, isn't it? You're damn fucking straight. Shit balls poop. There you go. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we keep that tone. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, there's a soundbite right there. Shit balls poop. But um, yeah, no, I think maybe I'm not giving Fulham enough credit. Um, but I do still think that any team that has to go for it as much as they do are going to leave themselves open. Uh, you know, it's just it's just a way of life. Like it's it's you can't you can't do one without the other. And I would be um, confident if I had some Villa players this week that there's some returns in there. But I mean, if you look ahead to Villa's future fixtures, you know, and we're talking about the fixtures turning in game week 31, and we're looking at our wild card yeah. and all that stuff. That's where we run into difficulties because in game week 31, Liverpool away for Villa. There's nothing in the game with 32 at the moment, um, but that will become clear in the next few weeks. Then they have a nice one against West Brom, but the end of the season, man. Have you seen Villa's run to the end of the season? Wow. No, I haven't. Talk dirty to me. I'll talk dirty to you. Everton, Man United, Crystal Palace, Spurs, Chelsea, Everton, 
uh, well, everything in the city are to, still oh, to be geez, signed. Jeez, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. I thought you were going to tell me like nice things, no. whisper sweet nothings to me. It's, it's revolting. And there was me about to say, oh, maybe that he, like, do we go for him now? Maybe wait till the wild card and bring him in. But holy shit, that you just that you just described a nightmare. You just described a, a fucking three way with two good FPL and FPL mate. <laughs> like that, that's. You know, I wasn't ready for that. Like, you really, you shocked me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Paddy. Well, I mean, it I bring... really was expecting something positive. No, no. I mean, like, it's probably going to bring into the forefront what's going to happen in the next week or two with all those wild cards that are still floating around. You know, every mother flipping, and I never say flipping lightly, I only say it when I mean it. Uh, mother flipping podcasts and content creators out there are going to be talking about the fixture swings. And to me, Villa around the chopping block, you know, especially if you're looking at teams that are going to be really going for it between now and the end of the season. I think Villa have made their statement this year. Would you agree? Yeah, I've, 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 I've got plenty of miles out of Grealish already. I don't, I don't plan to go back there. I don't think, but you know, not with with on me. You know, certainly not. What, what about defense though? Because who like Mister Goalkeeper of the Year so far, Martin is he's in. Fuck tons of teams. What? What is he? Forty-one point five percent owned. I don't know. Like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to spoil the the live show or anything. But I mean, like, he could potentially be fucked out of my team. Are you going to get hammered next week and destroy your team? And that's going to be my fault. I fucking. I I probably will. I probably will. I'm feeling guilty. I feel guilty already. Like, I mean, like, we of course we will. We will go into it with a. A new perspective than tonight, but at the minute, what I'm hearing right away, I'm just like scrapping Villa. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like I'm scrapping like, Villa. Fuck Leeds. Leeds yeah. are out of there too. Oh, Leeds are gone. Leeds are in there. Yeah, Leeds are in there too. I, I am going to have good. a whole new team. It's going to be like game week one again. Yeah, like, well, like, that's the beauty. That's see, that's the thing. I've been thinking about it, and I know we're waffling a bit since we started recording, but I don't really give a fuck. Um, that's what we're here for. And uh, I've been thinking about it, like with Leeds and like the whole wild card thing. I'm used to using a wild card when I need to use a wild card. I yeah. don't feel like I need to use one necessarily next week, but what I do feel that in order to push on between now and the end of the season and to maximize my potential regardless of all the shit that's going to happen with with the extra couple of double game weeks or the the random blanks that's going to happen between now and again but in order to really capitalize between now and the end of the season i want to be able to take advantage of this fixture space fixture swing specifically that's yes. the thing with me and you're, having, you're having a good season mate yeah i'm tell, having tell the people what's your overall rank right now at the moment at the moment, I'm sitting on 19k, 18.7 or something like, like that. So 19k. That's phenomenal. Like. Well, considering since I started this fucking podcast, I've been doing nothing but, you know, topping my worst rank. And yeah. it's like, it's nice to have a year where things are starting to come together a little bit. Um, We've got a couple of questions, uh, I suppose, that'll probably break it down a bit more later on. But yeah, no, I mean, look. It, the year, I'm happy with it. Uh, it's I'm going to wait until the end of it, you know, at the end and then really... Like if I fuck it up between now and the end, then obviously I don't want to have said anything that I might. That's regret, a good. You know? That's a good segue into the whole debate that's been going on Twitter at the moment with uh, people like I've seen as and uh, Late Razor and 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 Mark Southerns, the mm. you know the, the Mr. Sexy Southerns, yeah, Mr. Sexy, the Southerns. Godfather. Um, they've been talking about you know 
you know, consistency in managers and whether or not, you know, should you take some risks and things mm. like that. You're now at 19K with nine game weeks to go. You could potentially win the whole thing. Like, no, 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 no. let's not. Oh, yeah. Wait, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I feel I like your conf- yeah. your confidence. Yeah, but, well, I, could, I mean, like, yeah. you know, you could half that rank, say. Yeah, you could. Half but it's kind of like the the pace pacer get off the pot situation now at the moment. Like, and you mentioned it. Yeah. The big talking point is, and you've seen a few people talking about whether or not you should just you know be taking those risks, uh, or do you play it safe? And then I've heard people saying that. If you don't take those risks, then you'll never push up into the to the winning uh, stations. Do you know what I mean? You'll never get into those kind of scarily high uh, ranks or low ranks, whatever way you want to look at it. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'm I'm gonna probably fence it a little bit, but in regards to to essentially how I play it, I like to you know kind of just go with my gut in the sense that what do I think will be the most points? And if it happens yeah. to overlap, you know, with a with a with a punt, like in the sense that, oh, this isn't massively owned. Um, but I feel like for say for example, start of the season, Suchek Suchek looked pretty good, but West Ham had horrible, horrible fixtures. Uh he dropped to four point nine. I looked at him and went, yeah. he is capable of a fuck ton more but it wasn't a massive massive risk. It was only a 4.9 midfielder. So I chucked onto him and then he went on his two goal. He scored two goals that week and he went on his big streak. And before I knew it, he was 5.4. So, I mean, little things like that, you know, kind of taking your own bit of advice. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm waffling now a little bit. But um, what about you, Paddy? Like, where, where, what do you feel on the whole taking risks? Like, as someone who's and I don't mean to be insulting, but the opposite of it, like your 394, it's kind of like at that stage now, 394k, where you either make some serious fucking gains and you end the season on a high, or you just, uh, you know, it'll it'll stay where you are and you, you, you won't be thinking about it next year, do you know? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm 331k, you know, we'll not add that um, extra oh, sorry, that was your Sorry, that was your game week rank I was looking at, my apologies. That's okay, oh, it's not much different, yeah. but... <laughs> You know, what, like, I was just interested in the whole, you know, look, for me, right, I have nine weeks, game weeks to go. Mm. There's no, um, like, I don't hide that my overall rank, um, or my rank history isn't isn't the most amazing in the community or anything. Like, my, my highest ever rank, I think, is 294k or 254k or something like that. I don't even fucking know what the minute. Yeah, it's 216k, right? So I just want to beat that. And if I beat that, I'll be delighted. I have nine game weeks to, to do that. Am I going to take some mad risks? Um, people will probably be listening and be thinking, yeah, go for it. Sure, you're, you're 300k. It's not like the most amazing rank anyway. Yeah. But it is to me. I want to, I want to better my rank every season. And I have since I started playing the game, like, let's say, seriously. I have started playing the game seriously only three years ago. I've been playing, though, for like 10 years, probably. But it was only three years ago where I decided, you know, uh, that I discovered Twitter and that there was fucking Ben Krellen and, you know, there was game week strategies and all that. And since I discovered that, I'd like to think, well, I don't need to say I like to think. I have improved. You know, my, my history has gone this last three seasons up, up, up. So, of course, I want to better my overall rank this this year 
What do so, you? Sorry to cut across you, Penny. Um, what do you think? Like it obviously, it seems to mean a bit to you. Like you're saying there, I'm not gonna just fucking put my balls to the wall. I want to tip away, and I hope to improve in what I'm doing. And you know, if I if that's the strategy I'm taking, because I don't want to. It sounds like I'm like I just don't want to fuck it up. I don't want to end up, you know, 500k. Is that what you're saying a little bit, or am I reading into that? Yeah, I don't want to fuck it up. I don't want to end 500. I don't want to end 500k. I want to. I want to beat. I I want to beat my um previous year. Yeah. And you know, suppose maybe it would be different for managers that have been there and they've tasted the glory of top 10k finishes and top 5k and the, the glory of that. And they've done it consistently. Maybe, maybe then they might think different, and they might think, you know, I'm going to take a few risks and really go for it. But I, I have never been there, so I just want to, I just want to improve every season. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take any mental risks. I'm going to play the game where I pick the best players where I think that are going to score the most points. I'm going to captain the player I think who's going to score the most points. You know, it sounds boring and stuff. But I just want to beat. I just want to beat my old, you know, my record yeah. at the moment. So that's that's what the game is to me. I play it just personally, like a game against myself. Of course, the bragging rights and and mini leagues and is fun and stuff. But I think I always go by the old. Uh, if you focus on the overall rank, hmm. the the mini leagues will work themselves out. Yeah, I can respect that. You know, I mean, like. Like for a start, you're playing the game you want to play, which is the main thing. You know, you're not really fucking. It would be very easy to throw, you know, figuratively throw in the towel and just start playing it crazy. You know, and just go, oh, I'm just having fun. But you know, you you see people out there and they'll captain a player for a certain amount of likes. Do you know that kind of yeah. shit? And that that does kind of grind my gears a little bit, in the sense that you know. You know, in my head, I'm going, but you're not. Is that really the player you want to captain, or do you just want to get a bit of clout on social media? And that's why you know you're 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 basically whoring out your fancy Premier League team for that. You know, and that annoys me. Whereas I can put a little bit of respect on the whole. You know, this is just what I want to do. This is uh, you know, I want to tip away, and I think that's you know the thing to take away from it. But we've been waffling on for the last thirty forty minutes. I think it's time we threw this out to the listeners, Paddy. That can only mean one thing. What time is it? It's the drunk tank time. I love it. Uh, yeah, so first we first up this week, we've got a question from FPL Dave at Klops underscore grapes. This one, actually, I got to chuckle out of. Can Chelly to ask Pulley get her? Yes or no? So, for those who don't speak Twitter, it's Cancelo to Aspilicueta, yes or no? Paddy, what's your thoughts? Cancelo to Aspilicueta, mm. right? That's a, that's an interesting one. Uh, well, we, shit, sorry. <laughs> go on. Give us a second, right, Mike? There we go. Cancelo to Aspilicueta. I don't know. Um, we're just after talking about you know safety and stuff. I, I'm probably going to stick with. Uh, I would stick with Cancelo. Yeah. See, but I would need to say, we need to have a look at these fixtures um, in front of us here. Do you have the fixtures there? I can pull them up. I can pull them up on my magic screen. I have them up there. I mean, like, the issue with City is, like, I wouldn't worry about who they're playing. It's how many they're playing. Yeah. I talked about this a while ago with the Gundogan issue and Stones and... Uh, 
anyone with Cancelo, the likes of Stones, like there's positions there, like the likes of Kyle Walker, Zinchenko, they'll be vying for, you know, Cancelo's positions and the minutes, you know, that a Pep wants to rest. Now, don't get me wrong, I do think Cancelo is also, as with Gundogan, in Pep's starting 11, but what matches he wants to field his strongest starting 11 for is going to be the question. And if you look at City's fixtures, they've got Leicester this week, Leeds next week, Villa, um, a, a blank in 33 um, for the Carling Cup final and uh, whatever it's called now and um, Crystal Palace in 34 so that's all with the Champions League swimming in and around that and I'm pretty worried about it I know I have Cancelo at the moment uh, FPL Dave so I'm looking at getting rid of Cancelo and Stones potentially and just sticking with Diaz and if, he, if, he, if Diaz I think Diaz is the one he wants to play in every match if he could um, yeah. So I wouldn't have an issue with Cancelo Tas Pulicueta in general. I would wonder as to why you just wouldn't go with Rudiger and have that two million in the bank. You know that whatever Rudiger's four point seven. He went up last night and Cancelo's six point one. So there's a big savings there. Rudiger's missed one match, rested. I actually don't know how many minutes he played for or if he played any minutes for Germany during the week. But um, I. I feel like Tuchel, Tommy, Tommy T, I feel like he loves Rudiger. That's, that's the impression I'm getting. So is there a potential blank game week for City in game week 32 and 33? Or is it just 33? Or it's At the moment, it's saying 33. Uh, I'm, I'm reading bits and bobs about what can be moved. Yeah. Can, you know, same at Spurs. Like there's, there's a couple of matches that need to be decided. City, City Southampton, I think, or is it City Everton? That needs to be placed somewhere. But there will be a blank in the week where City play the Carling Cup final. I think. No, there are far better people out there. And again, Ben Crellin, as you mentioned already this week, King, he's, uh, he's the one you want to look at uh, in regards to keeping on top of any of those fixture updates. There's a few great, you know, names out there, but. He's the one I'll be looking at. And uh, I just think it might be time to wean off City a little bit. That's my personal feeling. It's probably the way I'm going to go. Yeah. I was just looking at some of the fixtures there as well. Um, You know, not including the blanks or anything. But they look to me a little bit even. Yeah. You know, as as in far as like, no one, either one of them don't have, you know, an easier run than the other. I don't think. I think there's a few, a few tough games in each of the running in the last nine game weeks, but of course City being the better team, you'd want to go there. But then, of course, with the rotation, that's a block yeah. on City. And then when you look at Chelsea, they have two nice fixtures coming up. But then they also have, you know, to play City, Leicester, Arsenal. You know, what's a derby? Anything can happen. West Ham. You know, there's still there's still some tough fixtures there for for Chelsea and the running as well. I feel. Yeah, I know. I mean, you're not. Yeah, you're not necessarily wrong. I just think West Brom, Crystal Palace, Brighton and Fulham in the next four out of the next five from a team who have been tighter than... And no, I'm not going to say... Knickers. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to... I didn't really... I've never heard the Knickers version of that. I was going to go full on R-rated. But uh, yeah, night, tighter than the Nuns Knickers um, over the last couple of weeks since Tux, since Tux has come in. <laughs> um, I would have no issues going double Chelsea defence right now. Especially... You know, if you can get in there with the four point seven Rudiger on top of that, that's piss, piss. So, I'll be yeah. aiming to go that way this week, most likely. And based on that, I can't say no. 
I would say, yeah, Coachella to Aspilicueta. Yes, it's a yes from me. What about you, King? No, I'd go Rudiger now after that. So it's a yes from King as well. Both of us. <laughs> All right, next question. FPL Canuck. I like this guy. At FPL Canuck. I love this guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, check that guy out if you're on Twitter. Can I go Bruno? It sounds like I'm after insulting FPL Dave there. No. Uh, can I go Bruno-less for the next two game weeks? That's the first part of his question. Can you go Bruno-less for United's next two fixtures? They've got Brighton and Spurs. Before can the... you fuck? <laughs> you can never go Bruno-less. Bruno-less. You're Bruno-less right now! But I'm going there. I'm getting them back in now, man. Okay, okay. I'm bringing them in for Gundogan. Because you told me Gundogan's fucking shite. And, uh, Did he's not, not say play. that. <laughs> you said Gundogan's not playing the next two game weeks. And uh, he's been overplayed in the internationals. And uh, I'm bringing in Gundogan for... Or I'm bringing in Bruno for Gundogan. Okay. Yeah, I am. I, well, I think you're... I never got rid of Fernandez, um, Canuck. I thought... Considering what he's capable of, um, the fact he's on penalties, United still have a lot. Like, I don't know if you say a lot to play for, but they still have fucking shit to play for. Um, and they don't have the FA Cup anymore, thankfully. You know, because they decided to um, to uh, fucking go on strike for that in, against Leicester. Um, so for me, I wouldn't be going Brunelis. It is a bit boring. Um, I suppose like if you're looking at like maybe targeting Puckfather's punty puntier moves, but I I would want Bruno in my team. I think the Brighton match, um, with the rest, he's going to get midweek because he's he's suspended for that second Portuguese match as well, so he definitely won't be playing it. Um, with that bit of rest, I'd feel a lot more comfortable even captaining them this week. And then if you're looking at bringing them in for thirty three anyway or thirty two anyway against Burnley, especially before the Leeds match the week after that, why not just do it now? Just save yourself the transfer. Um, that's my yeah. that's my logic. You know? Yeah, I would say Canuck was in the same boat as me as where you know he 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 sacked him off for the blank game week, and uh, he's bringing him. He's probably thinking about maybe a punty pick for going into this game week. But I think that uh, I would just bring him back now. Uh, Brighton at home, great fixture. Tottenham, we always have we have decent results against Tottenham, <laughs> and uh, unless it's six one Spurs. Yeah, cut that out. <laughs> and uh, then we have Burnley next. You know, like yeah, yeah. You know, he might. Why beat around the bush? Just bring him in. Bring him in, Cook. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, second part of the question. This is specifically aimed for you, Paddy. Is shrinkage an issue during Paddy's jumps in the cold Irish Sea? Now, for a start, it's not the Irish Sea. It's the Atlantic, right? It's the Atlantic Ocean, yeah. So, come on, Canuck, fuck's sake. Yeah. It's Sorry, between us, like, like, you know? Yeah, it's, it's the other way. Mm. It's over over towards your direction, Canuck, uh, and, and, and the United States of Canada. Um, but um, the... Uh... <laughs> That's gonna... There's so many people tuning off right now, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, he, he knows the crack. But, um, no, there's actually a defense mechanism that kicks in that maybe people don't know about, but it does shrivel up, but it shrivels right up your asshole, so... It stays nice and warm, so there is a bit of sh- <laughs> <laughs> there's a bit of shrinkage, but um, you know, uh, uh, to be honest, like that is it's it's one of the first things you know whenever you're drying yourself when you come out, you kind of look down, you're like, oh my god, where's it? That's so weird looking. Uh, yeah, you, I don't know where to go with that one, Paddy. Just go of... for a cold shower and you'll you'll see what I mean. It's weird, it's like a fucking you know the little door stops. Yeah. That are in the doors, those springy ones Bing, that are really yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly <laughs> like a really small one of those. And he's just walking it, around shaking it. It's like it's tough, it's strong, like looking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Flick that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
answered your question, Canuck. Uh, okay, well, that was definitely more detailed than I thought it would be. Um, yeah. Next question. Uh, thanks for the question, Canuck and Dave. Pinky Green, at Pinky Green FPL. If you're chasing in mini leagues, it's kind of what we were talking about a while ago. If you're chasing in mini leagues, is it time to start avoiding high effective ownership captain picks, like Kane, for example, this week? If you're chasing in mini leagues, I don't yeah. think. I think it's maybe. It obviously, you know, it depends on how fucking much you're chasing and how much you, you really want to catch up. But at the end of the day, you want, with the captain. You just want to be going with the one you're the most sure is going to deliver. That's how I've always kind of approached it. You know, I don't know. Are you different, Petty? Yeah, well, no, I, you know, like we were just, as you said, we were talking about earlier that I don't really take risks that much. I just kind of want to beat my own overall rank. But come on, if you're focusing on mini leagues then, right? Yeah. You know, and that's your goal. Maybe there's 200 fucking quid or something at stake or there's a bit of dough. Or even just bragging rights, Matt, Petty. Yeah, yeah. Even just bragging rights. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Yeah. Fucking go for it. Like, if you need to go for it, go for it. Like, that's to put the pressure on. And, like, if the dude you're chasing is going Kane, Rif- let's go Rafina. Why not? Yeah, or Bruno. No, I'm with you. Or like, Bruno, there's, you know. like, last week. So, I'm top of the mini league. I'm interested in uh, Pinky. But the second play, like, whoever's chasing, Seamus, actually, yeah, field joke, he didn't have Kane. So, Kane to me was. Kind of like yeah. it's almost the anti version of this, where it's like start avoiding Hio. It was like, no, no, it's a no brainer. I have someone that can do crazy damage uh, to him. And I, you know, that was kind of made the choice, like, set, you know, I didn't even think about it. But um, I know if it was, if the shoe was on the other foot, I would probably actually be just, I would be kind of taking the second best option. Do you know that kind of way? Like, as you said, if, if someone like Kane this week, whoever has Kane, the chances of them. Captain in him is probably pretty high. Is there a Rafinha or a Bruno or someone that you're like going, they actually don't have him. Where's their weak spot? Because um, that's actually a completely valid option too. I'll just fuck the, fucking lob the captain armband on him. I think it's completely fine, especially like I'm there. If you're chasing me, he's, nah, I don't know. No, I mean... It depends on what you're playing the game for. I know I'm all about the mini leagues in general. And uh, yeah, this time last season as well, I was doing some fucking specific targeting of captaincies that I thought would would help me in my mini leagues. And if that's the case, yeah, why not fucking avoid the, the high highly owned or highly captained players, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. And while you were, you know, you were talking there, I was just checking out who the the you know the most captain player was on on the scout website and you know it seems to be Kean seems to be to be the um, the popular one this week with Bruno Fernandes in second and Rafina on and th- third and then Bamford another differential there mm. fourth so like if you're chasing like obviously you're not going to go Kean this week right yeah. you're going to go you know Rafina or Bamford that's the thing, you know, like, maybe it is, yeah. but then, you know, I don't know about you, but you ever get to that situation when you open up the team on after the game week, and you look, and the person's actually captained, they decided to do the same thing as you did, they went with the second option, the Bruno or the yeah. Rafinha, and you're like, ah, no, 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 you know, why did I do that, you know, so. Well, well, no one pinky, he's a filthy casual, uh, he'll probably just go with Kane anyway. <laughs> So whatever we say, it's going to be completely disregarded. Yeah, so. Fair enough. But I appreciate the question anyway. Uh, second, Next question this week is from regular uh, asker of the questions. 
Didi, and there's actually a bit of a follow-up from last week's question. He says, morning, gents. Very good blank game week in which I scored 66 points. Thank you, Mr. Trossard. Now, though, I'm looking at three Chelsea assets for the running. Mount, Havertz, and Aspilicueta. I'm thinking, that's who he's thinking. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? So, yes, if uh, if for those who listened last week or got to the end of the questions, uh, Didi asked us about Trossard, and myself and Paddy, while making our free hit team, we kind of went off on one. Maybe there was a bit of a power trip, Paddy, but we went all Pascal Gross. Um, yeah. Which... You- Go on. He was was he on penalties as well, or he was potentially on penalties. He's on the corners, you know. He's a big yeah. set piece taker. Um, I actually did the, use the old fantasy football scout membership area thing uh, and compared yeah. them. They do a really nice comparison tool, and uh, I compared Trossard and Gross because I took a hit last week for a Brighton player, and I wasn't sure which to do. Compared Trossard, compared Gross, and I think Gross was nearly in the last six game weeks. He came out slightly on top, but it was it was much of a muchness. So at the end of the day, I was going with Trossard. And just before I press confirm, I thought of your question last week, Didi, and how we answered it with Gross. And then I started getting, you know, pangs of uh, kind of integrity. You know, am I, am I, you know, not sticking by what I said on the podcast? I should uh, just maybe reconsider it. And I went back to Gross uh, in the end. And he did get his six, but he was no Trossard. And I'm delighted to see that he didn't fucking listen to us. And he went with the higher score and player. But um, in regards, yeah, so that's just a little backstory in regards to the uh, to Mr. Trossard last week. I did think of you when he got the 14-point return, Didi. Um, but he's asking, rega- you know, about ch- three Chelsea assets. Mount, Havertz, Aspilicueta. What are your thoughts? Um, we've talked about Aspilicueta a little bit. There's no mention of Rudiger. That's... Like, I don't know what the fuck. Am I just... The only one looking at him is kind of going crazy cheap and almost nailed on, you know, like, instead of Aspilicueta. No, you're not, because I'm also looking at Rudiger now, but that's only since I started talking to you at the start of the podcast. <laughs> But no, you've convinced me. Um, but let's, let's serious talk here. He's a great price. Yeah. The fixtures aren't bad. You know, you look at those fixtures. He's performing well. The stats are there. Why not? Yeah. Well, I mean, Didi's convinced by the the fixtures and the stats. Like he's going all in on Chelsea. Um. So Aspilicueta, I'm gonna we're gonna say myself and Patty. I think we're gonna say Rudiger. Um. But. If we know Didi, he'll go ask Billiquetta anyway. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait, can't wait to next week till Didi messages in that, uh, oh, I'm glad I went to ask Billiquetta and he got a hat-trick. Yeah, three goals. Um, but <laughs> Mount, Mount Havertz, 8.2 Havertz. I think Mount is 6.7 or 7.1 or something. I'm not sure. But um, cheaper than Havertz. Uh, I am completely on board with either of those. I think Havertz... He scored also for Germany, or did he set up two for Germany uh, in the internationals, but has played as the number nine in the last two Chelsea matches. And that's, you know, obviously you got to peak your your ears a little bit. I wonder how long that lasts, but considering he is German, you have to think Big Tux is, uh, is you know, is, is happy to have him in the team. And I wouldn't be yeah. maybe too worried about it. Mount... As we've seen already, he's. Uh, I think he's. Uh, he looks like a, a class little player, and um, has tipped away all season. You know, so I don't know if I go three though, especially attacking yeah. two of them attacking. I'd rather go two defensive. I'm thinking same. I don't think I go three as well. No. I don't think I'll go three. 
Two would be enough. Yeah, and if you were going three DD, maybe swap. Like, maybe have your Asper Laqueta, throw Rudiger in there as your cheap second, and then, you know, at least that yeah, way. Yeah, you get Rudiger in there, he's a lot cheaper, and then you've got, you know, you've got more money to spend on better players. Yeah. Um, okay. Second part of his question is, which Premier League manager would you like to go drinking with, and why? Wow. That's a good question. Do you want to take that one first, Jer? Yeah, I was thinking about that now. Um, and... Maybe I'm just, it's a bit of recency bias, but Sean Dyche really won me over there a couple of weeks ago with the whole um, looky-likey game and the slapping some lad with a wet fish. That made me chuckle, and I thought to myself, you know what? I wouldn't mind a pint with this guy. You know, just fucking get his thoughts on a few things. I'd say he's able to swamp a few back, and uh, it looks like a bit of crack. So, Dyche, yeah, he's... um. He he's definitely probably up in the top of my my list. Maybe Mourinho just for the the sheer ridiculousness of the whole situation, the hyper realness of of what his conversation would bring to the table. Yeah, that's that's a great question, and uh, no, I I love the Daishi one. You know, like I feel like I can't pick that one now though because no. you you've picked that. I took it. You, you, like you know, and you did say it first. Um, <laughs> I do like that pick, right? And then you also said Mourinho, and I would like I like Mourinho as well. I wouldn't mind having a drink with him too. Oh, I'd say that would be just ridiculous having a drink with Mourinho. Like that would be mad crack. Like, What's Mourinho you know? even drinking? Fuck, he's drinking Red Bull and vodka or something. Oh, really? I think he's a pure like party head. You know, oh. right? You know, he'd be like, get the vodka and 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 Jäger bombs and stuff. He'd surprise you, like. He just goes after. He goes, and you're going, man. This guy is not a fucking sourpuss at all. He's an absolute yeah, legend. He he go mad. Um, so yeah, probably him. probably Mourinho for crack. But you know what I wanted? I want I want to take that even further. What FPL manager would you like to drink with, Jer? FPL manager, not yeah. present company excluded. I assume. Anyone in the community, like who would you like to? Jesus Christ, Patty! You know this is a fucking live podcast, right? Yeah, I have to put the fucking charger in here. Oh, this, this is what we're. This is what I'm dealing with now. I thought <laughs> I thought I'd escaped. Bring back I know I thought I'd escaped his lack of unprofessionalism, uh, and I brought in ah. you know the big dog here from the north of Ireland, and uh, yeah, no, I was wrong. Paddy's just well, intent on this. We're all good. We're all good. We're back. So yeah, what what FPL manager would you like to drink with, or what FPL manager would you not like to drink with? I'm not going to talk about that. There's too many to talk about who I wouldn't like to drink with. But um, who I'd like to drink with? Now I went yeah, on. Yeah, the community. Come on, give us one. Uh, I mean, like I could give you a softball answer, which would be um, basically all the, like we did a little FPL meet up there a couple of years ago. Like yeah, and there was a bunch of sound lads that I'd never really met, and I haven't spoken to a lot since. So the likes of FPL Chieftain. Um, oh yeah, good one. Do you know what I mean? Like I haven't chatted to that lad in ages. He doesn't do the pod anymore, so I miss his pod. Yeah, I'd love to catch up with him a little bit. That's the softball answer. And um, if I was to pick, you know, the the bitch answer, I'd probably go with something like FPL General, just because or Southerns. You know, they're like yeah. two lads that I've been pretty much following in for years, and uh, I'd love to kind of just know them a little bit more even if it was so i could criticize them in my head and make myself feel better you know <laughs> great answer that was actually really enjoyed uh, listening to that and, and who you would like to drink with so what about cool. you petty have you escaped which fpl manager you'd like to go drink with uh well you know 
like you, I would do the softball. I'll do the softball first. Like, I love the Irish guys, like Chieftain, of course, you, Seamus, and, uh, of course, FPL Dad, who I actually haven't drank with, and he's actually from Donegal. And then, you know, there's a couple others then that uh, I'm quite close to, like Monkey and, and Lynn and stuff, and, and Eric and, and Abdul. And I'm not going to name the whole group chat, yeah. but I, I like drinking with them. But... And, and I have drank with, with General. He's a fucking good lad. You'd, you'd get on with him. Joyce yeah, it seems Joyce like a nice guy, beer. But I wouldn't... Who who would I not want to drink with? I didn't ask that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I am intrigued to hear. So go for it. And don't well, do the obvious one. Who's the obvious you know one? the fucking obvious one. I don't know. Tell me who's the obvious one. I'm not going like, to fucking spoon feed you. But you know what? outside the box. Wait, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't thought about this really... Um, probably wouldn't want to drink without wanker lee and um then, <laughs> then i probably wouldn't want to drink with that fucking right, wanker right. um, i'm gonna stop the who we're not drinking with uh, oh, okay. before we fucking just start <laughs> writing people uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> which premier league manager would you like to go drink okay. with the answer we'll leave, that. we'll leave that for the pitch the answer is obviously you dd okay so there okay you go. <laughs> Sorry, I took that. I took that real mad. I know. I like, You're gonna just fucking say it. I should never <laughs> let that fucking question continue. I don't know why I give you encouragement, there, Patty. Sorry. But uh, another question. Well, he's some Irish prick. <laughs> All Ireland Donegal. Go ahead. We got one in from Alan Duggan this week. It's nice to hear get a question in from Alan. He's probably missing the Renegades boys because um, they've abandoned us. All of us. Where's the Renegades gone? Uh, Drew is having a little babby at the mo- at the moment as well, similar to our Seamus. Our Seamus, I did the our Seamus. Do you hear about our Seamus? Um, so he's doing a, a, a he's having he's having a bit of a sabbatical as well. A little bit of sabbatical. Well, it's good for him because you know he, he loves to spoil shows that we all love to watch. Does... He's a he's a he's a spoiler fiend. Oh, is he? You'll have to tell me uh, about that after the show. If, he, if he's listening, he'll he'll get it. Okay, okay. But uh, Alan, um, at Alan Duggan Mayo, who is the best heavy hitter for the next four game weeks? Shortlist is Salah, KDB, and Havertz. So <sighs> for me, it's KD, it's Salah. I think Havertz probably isn't a heavy hitter. Um, I know he's eight point two, but you know he's he's yet to really earn that moniker. KDB, I would be worried about the rotation, as I said, with the Champions League and whatnot over the next couple of weeks. And Salah, fucking hell, he has to do something again, doesn't he? He has to basically shit on everyone that's got rid of him. Yeah, like, that's just not, written. He's not dead. Nah, uh, like, shot. you know, <laughs> I mean, like, it has to be Salah. Yeah. I actually put in a question to a podcast myself, you know, just threw it in there. You know, Are you saying you listen to other podcasts, buddy? No, I just throw in questions. Make but uh, yeah. the um, you know to be polite. But uh, to Salah or not to Salah, a lot of people now are are jumping off Salah. I mean, like when I say a lot of people, it's been talked about a lot. You know. Oh yeah. Because you know there's a lot of money to be in. You know to gain from jumping off Salah. But it's always someone, pretty, isn't it? It's always if it's not Salah that's shit at the moment. It's KDB. If it's not KDB that's shit, it's Bruno. If it's not, you know what I mean? Like there's always some. Uh, you know, top uh topic that's gonna you know big heavy hitter who's underperforming because he blanked yeah. two game weeks in a row. You look at Liverpool's fixtures, right? Okay, Arsenal this week. Arsenal just conceded three goals to West Ham last week, so I don't fucking yeah. worry too much. Villa after that, 
Villa are kind of hitting towards the end of their, you know, towards beach season for them a little bit. Leeds after that, that's going to hopefully fucking replicate what we saw in the first game week of the season. 4-3 to Liverpool. Newcastle after that. Newcastle are going to be relegated by game week fucking 33. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, fucking many nights after that. So I'm fully expecting Liverpool yeah. to shit on us for knocking them out of to, the to answer his question Salah like Salah's so. going to come back he's got lovely fixtures as well and I hope everyone does sell him because I'll be keeping him yeah I'll be keeping him too um, so there yeah. you go Alan I think we're both on the, the Salah train uh, we have one question left which is good because we're hitting over the hour mark now and uh, for anyone that's stuck with us much appreciated um, FPL Drunk you might have heard of him He's uh, he's been around the, the boards is this a boring FPL season I think it is it just feels like making the safe, boring transfers seems to be paying off more than trying to be creative or taking the odd risk with transfers. Paddy, I'm going to let you answer this one because I feel like I might lose my shit with James. boring FPL season? I, I don't know. It's not for me because I'm doing okay. Like, I am like I mean, I'm I'm sustaining like my shitty average fucking, you know, total. I have a chance of beating my, you know, my overall rank. You know, yeah. but I do know a lot of managers that are like really good managers. Like, you know, it's publicly been spoken about like the late risers, you know, and all those other guys They they're not having a great season and they've been, you know, taken, have they been, have they been taking risks? Look at the Hindu monkey. He's, he's been trying to like, he took a few risks at the start. Then he started to play the game, you know, by, you know, going on, you know, the favorites and, and trying to play safe and it's not working out for him either. Mm. People that are around, there's there's great managers around the one million rank that can't fucking they can't get out of there. Like, yeah. you know, it, maybe it is a board season, like, but I I'm just enjoying it. You know, um, I think there was the way the FPL um, they reclassified a lot of players, you know, to different positions. That maybe that has a swing on things. I don't. Do you think, Jer? Uh, a bit boring, a bit not. I'll, I'll easily agree with him it's fucking boring maybe but I'm the opposite I'm going to go back to what you originally went with Paddy and again now maybe this is probably completely biased and of course this question is going to lend itself to subjectivity depending on how your season's going but as we already talked about I'm pretty happy with the current my current overall rank and yeah like I wouldn't say it's not that it's been the opposite of boring season um, because it has been like what has gotten me to to where I am is by just you know, I, I haven't done anything too Maverick. I took a couple of Maverick moves that actually burnt me. Um, so that kind of, again, supports Seamus' suggestion that it's maybe a bit of a boring FPS season. But, I mean, what, like, isn't didn't, what, what, didn't what, I hear that question a, what last year? What makes an FPS season boring? Yeah. What makes an FPS season boring? I don't know. That's kind of where I'm going to, like... Is like I don't know. Do you really want it? Like it's I never FPS never been some gigantic, arcadey version of you know what I mean of itself. You know it's always been yeah. consistency gets you to you know a certain level, and then if you want to really push up, it'll be the 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 odd kind of you know ballsy move you make. But it is that balance of consistency and. Um, you know those kind of mildly differential the sword, kind of like a, a looser version of that whole swords and the shields analogy yeah. you know um, I don't find it boring I think Seamus since the start of the season you've bought a house and you've had a baby so in oh, yeah. it might f- Seamus is boring that's what's wrong <laughs> that's not what I meant Seamus 
Yeah, you've seen it. You've seen it. Seamus now he's turned bored. He used to be this guy that goes running and does all these fucking cool things. And, you know, he was the life and soul of the party. And now he's settled down. He's has, he bought a house. He's, he has a baby. And now you're, you're calling him bored. Yeah, and now he won't even return my fucking calls. Uh, <laughs> that is not what I meant. No, what I meant uh, was... Seamus, com- to answer your question, is FPL's not boring. You're, you're boring. boring. You're boring. No, but maybe in comparison to some of these massive life goals you've achieved this year, it might seem a bit uh, meh. And I'm probably just, you know, I was trying to throw a little bit of shade on him, but you just heaped the whole fucking rest of the bag on it. Uh, but I don't think so. How is Seamus doing this season? What? How is Seamus doing this season? He is 90 points off me. That's all I know. Wow, so he's doing fucking good then. He's in, what, 50k? What, where 231, 100K? I think 231k. Wow, mm. it's amazing the distance just only ninety one point. Well, he's gonna have. He's probably gonna finish strong. Yeah, I mean, like I think it depends. Does he go? Does he? Let's see what you do for the rest of the season, Seamus. Maybe you play it boring and you fall on the ranks, or you play it risky and you climb up the ranks, and you kind of have your answer a little too bit. Too far, too far. You're terrible. I'm sorry, terrible friend. I'm sorry. Um. So, but then again, like it's been an interesting season because a lot of top managers like really poor seasons. Mm. I don't know if there's a lot of them. There's, there's like as you mentioned, there's some high profile ones, so uh, you know, floating around. Yeah. But I mean, there's always going to be a high profile manager that's just you know having a dodgy one. I mean, you look at let's talk FPL and fucking shit like that. They're smashing it. General Mark Sutherns, you know, all these people that also yeah, general smashing it. He he's like phenomenal as always. Like yeah, so well, what's he at? He's he, he he's floating about top. He's flying. I mean, he's, yeah. he's classic fucking boring uh, moves, you know, <laughs> working out. Yeah, it must be in the fucking sea. It must be in the Irish Sea. As uh, Canuck I'm gonna get, I'm getting him into the ocean. He's coming. Oh yeah, it's gonna shrivel up like a door. Now. He's just dying. <laughs> That's still in my head now. My head. What? Yeah, totally. I can't get that out of my head. Yeah. No. Okay. It could be worse. You could be trying to get it out of somewhere else. Um, but, <sighs> yeah. So, I think that wraps up the questions, guys, and wraps up this week's Drunk Tank. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for the questions, and as usual, you know, like, subscribe, all that nonsense. Before we head away, I do want to touch on the mini-league, where it's mildly over time, but not too much. And anyone that's still here is... It's here for the long haul at this stage. So, the FBL Hangover Mini-League, as it stands, post-game week... 29 is excuse me number one flying without ings Cameroon Arafin number two FPL Renegades Drew he's uh, 56 points 1942 number three Ken's Rogues FC Ken Corbley he smashed it in 29 with 73 points number four is myself 1917 number five the Orgazoids Peter Scullion and we'll round it off at six and it's Shark Team Pravgill, he's got 19.05 so there's still a lot to play for there in the top of that FBL Hangover Mini League, there will be a personalised mug coming to you Paddy's got a series of beachside photos that he's been gathering over the last few weeks Um, there we go, he's Hulk Hogan it up he's uh, what's that kind of, hulking up and uh, yeah, so <laughs> there, that's really I think what everyone's kind of playing yeah. for but um, I'm looking forward to where am I in the league again? I'm not going to say it, Paddy. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Because you didn't join the fucking league. Uh, I didn't get invited again. Well, you did. You just, you were too slow. You're too slow. You know, on the gun. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe next year, you know, you might fucking make an effort to be with us. 
Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, fair play to that guy on top. Yeah. Hope he gets. So I think uh, we'll wrap it up there, Patrick. Um, have you anything you would like to say to your loyal listeners, followers, whatever? I do. Oh, I do. I like it. But follow my Instagram, the Fantasy King One. As opposed and, to your Twitter, uh, which is at FPL Viking underscore. Bad marketing now. Yes, fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, follow Instagram. You heard it here. Follow his Instagram. There's a load of class little uh, videos uh, regarding swimming and a lot of up- uplifting videos. I've been watching a few of them, and you know me, Betty. The power of positivity, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a wrestler that that was his gimmick as well. And he was a heel, just so you know, you know, because power of positivity. <laughs> it's just too easy to make jokes with it. but um, yeah do check out Paddy's uh, Instagram and his Twitter account make sure to subscribe uh, with us if you want to reach out to us we're on Twitter at the FBL Hangover um, you can also send us an email um, that's fblhangover at gmail.com either way we'd love to hear from me uh, I hope everyone enjoys their game week 30 we're glad to be back as i said we'll be live streaming next monday so make sure you get on over um as i said enjoy the week lads glad to hear from me and uh, god bless